There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. Noom Weight uses psychology. That's why they say losing weight starts with your brain. But it also takes into account your unique biological factors, which also affect weight loss success. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. Plus, check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 230. Hey, check out the Nerdist YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Nerdist. Click subscribe. Tournament of Nerds is a new show that's up, going on now. Uh, Each week, two pop culture nerd icons battle it out for the ultimate distinction of the winner of the Tournament of Nerds. It's a comedy debate show with nerds, Katie. I've seen it. You have? Yeah. You watch stuff on our little channel? I know those guys, too. They're good. Oh, they're good. Yeah, Justin and Hal. Good stuff. Good stuff, those guys. That's on the Nerdist channel, youtube.com slash Nerdist. All-Star Celebrity Bowling coming back in the fall. P.S. We're shooting some of those. Exciting ones. Very exciting. I'll tell you about that next week. This this episode, our good buddy Matt Bronger, amazing comic who you may remember from the first uh, stand-up comedy cluster that we did. Matt Bronger was on that. A brilliant comedian. He has a new Comedy Central special, Shovel Fighter, which premieres Saturday, if you're listening to this the day it drops, that's tomorrow. Saturday, July 14th at 11 p.m. Eastern on Comedy Central. Matt Bronger, Shovel Fighter, and now podcast guest, our dear friend and wonderful comedian, Matt Bronger on the Nerds Podcast, episode number 230. Now entering Nerdist.com. Welcome to Monk Chat. <laughs> Matt Bronger. Ooh. Hey, hey. There he is. Thank you for being here. Oh, thanks for having me, man. Credits. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the show. <laughs> Cue the 45-minute song. Yeah. Welcome to 30-second cast. Oh. Um, Matt Bronger, it is wonderful to finally have you on the Nurse Podcast. You did our first stand-up cluster. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, fucking crushed. Yeah, oh, thank you. How's it been going since then? Did the show completely <laughs> In the year and or a half. just moderately change your life? Or give us some insight into how amazing that was. Did it affect it adversely? Um, not adversely. No, no, no. At yeah, first, I, I just no. got a, I got a bunch of people just online. They were like, eh, I never knew." Who oh, I didn't were. want you to seriously answer that question. I was just no, no. It, was, it, it did have. It did have a good effect for now sure. Now suck his dick. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> it's a strange audio. Don't do it seriously. He wants a silly blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Comedy. This is <laughs> comedy, you guys. Like an off rhythm hand job. Sure. Just like can't get it going. Yeah. I want a clown job. Make a clown job. A clown job. It's your standard clown job. So uh, you are uh, where I haven't seen you in ages. Are mm-hmm. we? Are, is it that you're t- traveling a lot, or I'm traveling a lot, or how do we keep missing each other in I, comedy I, scenes? I don't. I don't know. Um, you know, I just I, I, I'm I'm on the road, but not insanely. Maybe like once, twice a month. Yeah, you know, enough to pay pay the bills and stuff. But um, uh, and and uh, was was wor- working on this this pilot, but that's it. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, yeah, I think I think we've just been, you know. 
been lady hawking it. Passing you know what shit. I mean? <laughs> As I call it. So I'm a wolf at night and yes. you're a uh, hawk by day. Yes, that's right. I almost said Falcon. The fucking name Hawk is in the lady, goddamn title. Not lady Falcon. It's not Lady Falcon. Yeah. yeah. I liked Lady Falcon, which yeah. was a little bit was a little bit better. It is better. It's edgier. Yeah, it does have a little bit more of a it has a little bit more of a bite to Gravitas, it. Gravitas. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Lady yeah. Lady Falcon. Lady. Which is which is, she just turns into an old Falcon automobile. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It looks cool though. Looks cool. <laughs> yeah. Why is that guy always driving that Falcon around and like never leaves it alone? Because he loves his to be lady, inside his girlfriend. Man. Yeah, it's just, it's his girlfriend turns into a fat like anyone keys it, he just snaps. What the more. fuck? That's a person. You're physically hurting her. Car. Are you siphoning gas? I'm eating out my girlfriend. <laughs> this is how this bit works. <laughs> <laughs> They're aware that it's a bit in the movie yeah. of yeah. Lady yeah. Falcon. Right. They should be. As well. It's, it's, it's just. It's sad though that her vagina is the fuel valve. It's you know? really if yeah. I knew more about cars, uh, I could yes and that. Yeah. But um, there's some tires involved and a starter. Mm -hmm. The confusing All part is the clutch because she's that means she's a hermaphrodite. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Evidently. Yeah. yeah. And you can never find the alternator. Am I right, you right, guys? Yeah, I think is there an alternator? Man, I don't, I don't know if there is one. I'll be honest. You know, but Matt, you, know. you 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 do a lot of stuff, right, Matt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, with a, with a woman, you want to put you know sugar on that thing, but you put it on the automobile, it'll you know kill the engine, right? <laughs> yeah. Black men don't go down on their cars. <laughs> White oh. men are like, give me some of that. <laughs> <laughs> yum yum yum. Yummy yummy yummy. It's the other way around. What? <laughs> It's not. <laughs> That's a denial, Jonah. Did you, know, mm. did you not ever take? Matt is from is a Chicago comic, yeah. And you're ruining improv, a tradition and an art that is Chicago in nature. <laughs> That's true. I'm sorry. I, please, I I grew up in Portland. You're basically shit in the mouth of his Chicago-based upbringing, I just, which I'm a hundred percent sure is Chicago. I just punched you, Dell close in the dick. You more, yeah, you yeah. peed on Dell. I, yeah. I didn't grow up Again. there. So yeah. tell me about Chicago. Was it um, you guys? Did you spend a lot of time at Cheers? Uh, <laughs> just get everything. Just get every city you, you wrong. Mean, uh, uh, Ron Cheers' house. At Ron Cheers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, name guy. Real. I don't asshole. know. Why I thought you were a Chicago band. Why did you? No, do no. I, 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 yeah. I have my my formative. Comedy years there for sure. I, yeah. I lived there for six years. That's where I became a comedian. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I am technically a Chicago comic, and I was born in Chicago. I just didn't grow up there. Oh, they moved you away to Portland to try mm -hmm. to give you a little bit of uh, plaid, uh, up uh, a little bit I'm, of. I moved there when I was four to be closer to my wife's family. Excuse me, got to do. My well, my my parents were my parents were teachers, and they wherever they moved, uh, there'd be some horrible tax program passed that would give. Uh, tax relief to everybody, but just gut the schools, and they were in public schools. Oh so my god, really? Yeah, yeah. So they, they ended up in Portland, and, and because it had a decent, it didn't have that uh, that that law passed or whatever. But it, it passed in Illinois, it passed in uh, Santa Barbara, and then we ended up in Portland, and I lived there uh, throughout my childhood. Can you get the mic closer to your? Oh, that's better. Is this, is this helping? Oh, Matt, you're I'm way sorry. up in there now. That's yeah, good it's stuff. Hot stuff. I like Portland, okay. uh, and Portland now finally has a. A, a com I mean, there was a comedy scene before there, but now, mm -hmm. but Helium really brought a lot of nice uh, yeah. comedy to to the Portland area. What was it? There was an old club there, wasn't Harvey's. It? Harvey's. Yeah. So I never played there. Yeah, you're lucky. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just it's just not a place that necessarily cared about comedy. It was just like you know, uh, uh, almost a machine. They have like a, a room of of people that just cold call people in Portland to give away tickets. And oh, I, wow. When I started playing playing Harvey's, uh, like I opened for Alonzo uh, Bowden there. And like, nice. uh, uh, he, uh, we, we basically, basically like I would have friends be like, oh yeah, I used to get free tickets, but they called me so much. I just stopped. Ugh. Yeah. 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 And you know, Helium was kind of the opposite of that. The Bridgetown comedy festival, obviously yep. the opposite of that. And, and people that live there have just started, uh, uh, shows in theaters, like in the Hollywood Theater and uh, and the Baghdad and things. So Portland has really great Starbucks coffee. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. <laughs> oh yeah, it's yeah, it's bad. really good. Starbucks is so some good. of the best Starbucks. down home, Starbucks. and they have really good store bought donuts too. Are you uh, trying to say Stumptown and saying <laughs> it wrong? Or? Oh, I've never heard of. Uh, oh yeah, Stumptown. <laughs> Portland was like the first city we were at where Chris like didn't take us to Starbucks. Like, yeah. we get coffee, and then we passed by Starbucks. I was like, what's, what's happening? happening? No, there's so much. There, there's so much good coffee in Portland. Yeah. And I'm not really a coffee drinker, but I'll drink decaf coffee. Uh-huh. Because the caffeinated coffee makes me want to throw up for some reason. Really? Yeah, I can't drink it. You can't drink caffeine? Because I always see you with coffees. I you see, see me with coffee. tea. 
Okay. You see me with tea. <laughs> and he tells Are himself every day that tea yeah. doesn't have caffeine. My, uh, it does. It just doesn't have coffee levels of caffeine yeah. in it. My my dad has a has a chai a day. Yeah, he loves chai. That's what it is. That would chai. Yep. Is that a program? My dad doesn't get his chai. He's like a dad in the seventies that it doesn't get his can of beer. You know, it's like one of those. <laughs> like he gets all irritable and like around like three or four in the afternoon. He's like, I just want my. I want my fucking chai. Like, where? Hey, can we get? Uh, uh, man, I am the same way. You don't want to see me or talk to me if I haven't had my morning Joe. Oh <laughs> yeah, I hear that. Yeah. Or oh, your yeah. evening twelve uh, beers. Uh, oh, Chris, <laughs> I am on to straight vodka. <laughs> You've done it, Jonah. <laughs> Yay! Congrats, our, buddy. Our little boy's becoming a man. Thirty. Man. I got third the age of thirty coming up. I really got to start growing up. That's right? it. Yeah. Yeah. Straight vodka. Straight vodka. <laughs> <laughs> None of that queer. Some of, some, some of the crankiest I've ever been times I've ever been was like was finding a Starbucks in a city I was performing in and showing up at like six fifty eight, finding out they closed at seven, but they won't serve you even though they're technically not closed yet. And we're like, but you're the only Starbucks in this small town I'm in, uh, and now I can't have this until tomorrow. <laughs> like, I, just, I get really upset. I get really upset. Portland, you also have Ken's Artisan Bakery, which is fucking amazing. Yeah. It's a good well, town. Every time I go back there, there's a hundred new places that everyone's like, oh, have you had, you know, Lots Ken's, trucks too. Johnny's Noodles and Biscuits? No. Sure. Oh, this is the best. And like, you can't. Really good everything. noodles and biscuits over there. Really good. There's noodles inside oh, a biscuit. It's amazing. Um, no, no. There's always some new restaurant or, you know, artisanal something that's out, just out of bounds amazing that I'm just. Has this ever happened to you? <laughs> Honey, these biscuits are great, but where are the noodles? Yeah. Come here. Smack, 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 <laughs> smack. You shut up. You shove this Give you something to cry about. You fell down the stairs. I know you slept with Brian. You fell down the stairs. I know you slept with Brian. It's a minute. Biscuit noodles. Now there's Johnny's biscuit noodles. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that sounds like something you would eat as when you were in college, where you're like, well, I just want to fill up really fast, so I'll just scoop yeah, some noodles there's, onto a there's biscuit. There's nothing wrong with starch inside a starch. No, it's good. It's like a, Everything's right with that. Are you kidding? Just, yeah. It's just like a nesting doll of a heart attack. Uh, <laughs> it's like one of those like, things you get from Porto's, where it's like a, it's a bun that it has Oh, yeah, like, it's like a mashed potato pork oh, donut. Oh, oh God. God. Uh, mashed potato pork donut. Fucking A. The best. That's the greatest truck, mashed potato pork donut. Yeah. yeah. The fucking, the really Weirdly, it's Mexican-Asian fusion. Though. Yeah. <laughs> that well, there's a little, yeah. there's a little bit of a soy salsa uh, yeah. to it, which is which is really. It's, uh, Chris, it's a soilsa. No, soilsa. 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 Is so the worst it's name so for easy. Anything. No, it's so easy, soilsa. and it's gonna work. I'm gonna make it work. <laughs> hey guys, where's the soilsa? Uh, no, that's not. not no, good. no, it just rolls no. out. That used to be real. We made it unreal. Awful. It's easier. It doesn't exist now, thanks to us. <laughs> it's easier to say than salsa. Saw. Ouch. That'd be so. Ouch. Ouch my my jaw. Hurt. That'd be so gross too. Salsa, salsa. with 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 soy sauce added. Uh. Like, oh, it's it's ten times as salty. Here, uh, you just turn into. To the uh, guy from uh, Ra- uh, Last Crusade that drank from the wrong cup. Oh, then he just sucks uh, everything out of you. Yeah. Yeah. What monster. a moron, uh, by the never, way. Right? Who the hell would think that'd be Jesus' cup? cup? He chose the wrong he knows, soil, sir. That is not, not the, the cup, cup of a carpenter. carpenter. No, it was not. <laughs> nope. No. It would have been the cup of, like, uh, Karen Carpenter. <laughs> oh. It was very wealthy. Yeah, yeah, it would have been always empty, right? Exactly. Anorexia. It's like... I, I think she drank out of the cup and then stopped drinking. Am I right? No, almost, almost to that. Almost there. Uh, she no, still has living relatives. I'm no, very sorry. She uh, filled it up with Epicac. Am I right? Oh, I don't think she puked. I thought she just didn't. It's like that guy heard the phrase King of Kings and then just like, that's all I need to know, know about Jesus. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Don't tell me anymore. This King is the cup of a king. Uh, Come on. I've all... been trying to find this cup for 30 years, but have done little to no research around the mythology yeah, of this, also, this cup story. He looks story. like the lead singer of Three Dog Night in his heyday. Clearly. Yeah. Very rich. Every uh, engraving we've seen has the cup. Like every engraving had the fucking cup that that Indiana Jones picks. Yeah, but he picks one that is not quite that shape. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, he stopped. Stupid Nazi. Am I right? You guys picked one from the set of that like nice dinner from uh, uh, Temple of Doom. That was like what they were all eating snakes out of and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah well, how did this rip start? I was going to throw something in before we that got on the Indiana Jones Last Crusade rip. What were we talking about right before that? We are talking about pork uh, donuts. Oh, yes. Soilsa. Never ah. drink soy sauce. Never drink it. Okay. Did you, Never. Do, this a, did you do this on a drunken bet? I, the sad part was I was sober. Okay. Um, I think maybe not, uh, eight or nine years ago, 
Brian Posehn had a bachelor party in Las Vegas, and a bunch of us went. Uh, I was newly sober, so Vegas to me was uh, was was going to be a, 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 a mystery. Test. Yeah, a yeah. Test. And so we <laughs> went. sober Vegas is like when they stopped Pirates of the Caribbean and turned the lights on. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> oh, stars, oh. Oh. the ceiling's all what? grimy. I, I thought I only got lost in this casino because I was drunk <laughs> oh, before. Yeah, they yeah. can't let you out. Oh, the Jack Sparrow robot is just, they just put his face on an old robot. Or Space Mountain. You're like, there's no danger of me hitting the other cars. Yeah. Although do I, I do always worry a little bit that in Space Mountain, there's going to be like a crossbar and I'm going to sit up just a little bit. It's going to oh, take my head off. I, I think if I put my arms above my head, my wrist will snap. Just gone. It's yeah. a bar. Yeah. There's got to be, be a limit to how tall you can be and do that in Space Mountain, right? Um, there, well, I would assume, yeah, yeah, if you were like 11 feet tall, you oh, probably shouldn't ride that ride. Walking. Yeah. No. Sorry, tall John. So yeah. never, <laughs> nope. little John Schrader, just shout out there. He can't, he yeah, can't but it still works. Mountain. It still it's works. It's a it's podcast. Just a it's a podcast. We're contractually so mad obligated that you and I can ride on it. Yeah, so exactly. mad, but he can't. So, uh, so post we went to this teppanyaki place where you sit all around the, and then they cook the food. Like yeah. familiar yeah. with the where, where food. dinner is the show. That's right. Dinner was the show, especially in Las Vegas. And post because it was his engagement party, would just point at people and be like, be funny. And then, you know, like Patton would do something hilarious and Blaine Capatra would do something hilarious. And, and then he pointed at me and he was like, be funny. And I didn't have anything to do, so I just grabbed the soy sauce that was in front of me and just chugged it. Oh. Like, drank half the bottle. Drink it! And um, <laughs> never do that. Whoa. Never do that. I was, That's like, like drowning in you're the probably ocean. More, <laughs> you're probably more dehydrated than the guys drinking. I, yeah. I, did, I, I didn't end up throwing up, but... I wanted to throw up, and it didn't help that we ended up getting on one of those strip buses. Oh, yeah. Where a guy. The bus who, takes you up and down the strip. While a lady uh, is taking off uh, her clothes, who it turns out is married to the driver, which was really fun. Ooh. Yeah. Jeez. I remember all these stories when you guys got back from that trip. It was pretty. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was pretty. pretty I, it's, brutal. It's, I, I planned a friend's back in like 2001, 2002. I, I planned a friend's uh, bachelor party to Vegas. And one of the things I did was the teppanyaki thing. We like went to Benihana's or something. I was like, that'll be fun. And everybody who was in Chicago that was like waiting tables or bartending or, you know, non-family men, we all just got pleasantly buzzed. Yeah. All of his friends who were in Wisconsin and Minnesota who <laughs> had families and kids like cartoon sailor bombs. <laughs> and like we were at the teppanyaki thing and I remember the guy was like dude he was a young guy uh chopping it up and he looks around and he's like oh you got some real studs huh where the ladies like just these zingers yeah. you know they're super funny we're laughing and this one guy just goes how don't you shut up and cook man Whoa. Like, really and the guy's like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry. I'm just trying. I'm just like, you just made everything horrible. You know, I don't even he go to get, sleep. I thought that guy doesn't even get the whole teppanyaki thing. Why are we even sitting in the kitchen in the yeah, first exactly, place? exactly. No, this is what you're supposed yeah. to. This is yeah. part of the fun. Yeah. Yeah. Best part about that, though, if you piss off the cook, he can't spit in your food because you're watching him. You're right. Wow, <laughs> yeah. good you can point. say whatever you want to that guy. Yeah, you can do whatever. No, you want. when he turns around, he can just milk a little bit of cum into the butter and then milk throw it on the grill. Milk a little cum. Milk butter. They are quick like that. Just like a rattlesnake. Just dumb a little pre cum right into it. Dumb a little off the top. <laughs> yeah, right in there. Make it quick and make the it sizzle, clear. The, the sizzling I'm meat. A little pre- guys, guys, it was pre-cum, okay? It's, it's not pre-cum. that bad. It's not the real thing. It's like the trailer for cum. How, said, how come? <laughs> they give it, away too much in pre-cum. <laughs> that sizzling beef smells a little bit like a hotel room, and I don't know why. No. <laughs> Just a dash of something I'm ashamed of. I don't know why. Chlorine in oh, here. Uh, we put carpet in our... Uh, oh, okay. uh, that's what it is. We <laughs> yeah. mix carpet in with the rice. That's what it is. And uh, that's why it's so delicious. I, actually, the only thing that I like about Vegas, if I ever have to go there, is just really... The food is fucking amazing. Yep. Yeah. Everything else about Vegas to me is... I just get sad. Mm-hmm. I just get bummed. Yeah. You gotta go to old Vegas. That's where the real fun happens. Oh, the real sadness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people are... That's where, that's where they're really living... The dream, that's the, where the, the, the classic uh, Vegas dream. The pawn shop from Pawn Stars is like right next to old Las Vegas. Oh, it is. It's just like so shitty over there, and the Heart Attack Grill is over there now. You know that oh, grill? Yeah, the, the, the guy died. Fat place where an actual <laughs> heart attack occurred. Yeah, yes. where that guy. Holy shoot, man! The place like, where you can eat for free if you weigh over three hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah, and it's all just cheeseburgers yeah. and bacon, and it's like, and like, and the guy uh, they're like, they're all dressed like sexy nurses, and yeah. the, the owner manager is like dressed like a doctor. 
It's so gross. Yeah. That, None of them are registered either. It's the I know. Buffets. I know. They're not real nurses. Yeah. I, uh, I went in there with a fractured limb. Weird. They didn't. They just put bacon they on it. They just gave me a burger. They wrapped it. They, they, <laughs> they, they set my compound fracture with bacon and <laughs> kept tearing. <laughs> they gave you a pizza stint. Yeah. Oh, sounds good. No, a splint. A stint would be something else. Be uh, a, I just assumed they rolled up pizza and shoved it in. That you were eating pizza. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They they put they lace you with pepperonis and then uh-huh. feed you to someone else because you were laced with pepperonis. <laughs> yeah, okay. That people didn't know about. All right. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Chris Hardwick Improv, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you always start whatever you're going to say by saying. You no, always no. start whatever you're going to no, say no. with it. You always start that. Yeah, Matt. yeah. You do. Yeah. I don't. Uh, yeah. Wait. It's yes. Uh, and, this, it's yes this. and something else. Yes. Yes and something. Yes, yes and, and, and yes and, and, and. No, it's yes. You and, always start that. Yeah. It's yeah. And it, there's an Eskimo. You guys. Yeah, the Eskimo. So, I thought it was yeah. So you're ruining the scene. Yeah. 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 So. Okay. Oh, it's really hot here. And, yeah, and, so? and every scene. Freeze! Yeah. Ma'am, yeah. I'm going to have to deliver this baby now. Yeah, Zip. so? Zip, zap, zop. How many games of improv freeze did you play that ended in someone giving birth or getting butt fucked? Like, those are the two. Half of them. <laughs> those are the two. <laughs> That's how we started the scene. Yeah. <laughs> so you're giving welcome birth to, while I'm butt fucking yeah, you. But welcome to, welcome what an initiation. <laughs> welcome to butt fuck ER. Oh, boy. Yeah. My on dick's going to help push the baby out. Well, in ancient, in ancient cultures, that's how they did it. Of course. They, yeah. they helped, of course. It helped the baby out. It actually just hurt the baby. <laughs> hurt, hurt the baby. It hurt was the baby. actually hurt the opposite. The yeah. It turns out you should not have anal trauma while you're giving it birth. More an, it didn't hurt. It annoyed the baby. It was like yeah. actually having a baby behind your plane seat, kicking your seat. The, the entire that time. Just like, baby's the I'm worst. trying to leave. And that's why, that's why some kids are more prone to kicking the back of seats because they were buttfuck delivered. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. That is. It's True. like hazing. When you're hazed, you're gonna haze the next person. Yeah, you know? a baby is really just a pledge. Yep, it's, it's just it. a human pledge. That's it. And and childhood is hell week. Yep. The whole thing. <laughs> all several it's years. All of it. hell week. All several years. I have so many friends. Uh, uh, well, you. I don't. How old are you, man? I'm 37. You're 37. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you, like I, probably have tons of friends with tons of kids now. Yeah. Good. I wouldn't say tons, but yeah, a, a good amount. A good amount. Uh, What's a good amount? I'd say maybe uh, a quarter of them. Yeah, that's a good amount. That's an okay amount. amount. Yeah, (laughs) I guess that's true. Because well, yeah, you're friends with a lot of comics, and not all the comics. Yeah, exactly. We we we're on our 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 fifth and sixth childhoods. Comic lifestyle just doesn't have time for a baby. You know, it's just just about being being a bad boy. You know what I mean? Being a bad boy. Being a bad boy. Being a rebel. Being a bad bad lonely lonely boy. Why'd you? Bad boys are comedy. When I hear about like a friend having a like a wife that's pregnant, I always go, well. It was nice being friends with that guy. Yeah, yeah. it's never time. intentional. It's just that your worlds are different, and they're yeah. naturally going to. There's this sort of weird social lava lamp thing that happens where it, you separate, and then they become friends with other people who have kids because then their kids occupy each other. Yeah, exactly. Like occupy Eric, Wall Street. Like Eric Appel. Like he. Uh, like he's moving out of the neighborhood. He's going like the to the valley because wow. he, he has a kid now. Oh, and it's all a over. Place where there's like. Better schools, and I was just like, "Oh, but well, what about? Bye. <laughs> yeah. What about yeah. these bars? What about these bars right here? Yeah, basically, the bars are- yeah. from a friendship standpoint, you're at the station, and he's pulling away yeah. forever. No, you're telling this- me that the TG bar is not a good enough school for that child. That TG bar is fucking fantastic. It really I think is. You can learn a lot. Wisconsin, you know, <laughs> you can learn a lot about math, uh, <laughs> counting, <laughs> peanut, uh, who you don't want to become. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, the best kind of bar to go to. Yeah. Oh, he's that guy far down at the end. Yeah, staring like, at a napkin. Oh, yeah. That yeah. napkin tells him a lot, you guys. Yeah. That's when you know you're in a good bar and it's going to be some cheap booze. That's right. Yeah, right, when there is human despair on some level, <laughs> not the whole thing. Yeah. Not everybody. You don't want it packed with yeah. human despair. It's like salt on your eggs, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Not you don't want it to just be. You don't want it to be eggs out. on your salt. No, you want no. it to be a little no. bit of salt. Just for seasoning. Exactly. <laughs> Little eggs with your salt. <laughs> That's what I would say to someone doing that. <laughs> yeah. Touche. Good one. Touche. Is that on the record? Home run, Jonah. Home I would run. Say- <laughs> it was the same fucking joke you guys were doing. <laughs> but I made, it it seem, I made it seem as ridiculous as it sounded. Hey, Jonah, sorry, Jonah, you want a little like more a salt with your bit? You're a little cranky over there, right? You want a little more salt with those hey, jokes? Chris, why don't you improv some more? Hey, why don't you improv some more? Oh, oh, shit. The, 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 the knives are out. No, seriously, if you guys listening at home, they're, they're holding knives. Yes, Both and you should improv some more, I'm Jonah. Actually, I'm actually very afraid. <laughs> yes, and you should. I've been seeing commercials. I didn't... There's a new syndicated show that I saw in the makeup room at G4. 
which I guess I didn't realize, but is a real housewife lady. And she's mm-hmm. doing an afternoon talk show. She's, I guess she was one of the real housewives. Mm. Okay. And it was the most irritating uh, commercial because they constantly told in the commercial the audience of like how edgy the show was. But then they cut to clips like not edgy at all. Yeah. Or it'd be like, uh, she's not, she was like, she's not afraid to talk about anything. Ladies, I'll date a younger guy. I don't even care. Whoa. What? Yeah. I can't oh, believe it would even sh- fucking... She said that out and loud. Then, and then cut to like canned audience like, whoa, shit. No. Wow. I wish I could remember her name. Actually, I'm glad I can't remember her name. Everybody's going, oh man, remember when? <laughs> <laughs> what, what if though it was like, it's the edgiest show and you're like, yeah, right. And they cut to it and she's like, guys, if you're not, like, guys, if you're not in favor of worldwide communism, you are not a real Christian. You'd be like, whoa, holy shit, this is edgy. That is edgy. Today on the show, we're going to make cunt sickles. We'll be right back. Oh, my God. What does that oh even God. mean? I don't know. It just sounds like... Oh, it's, you know. It's oh, when you make a, a popsicle inside your cunt. Oh, okay. <laughs> I and it was when you freeze your dick and then shove it in. And I, and, I, and I purposely did not say vagina. Because you, <laughs> you had to tag you, it I, say, I think I told Jonah this. My mom used that word, and it just it fucked me up jarring. so bad. Yeah, she's like, what do you think the worst name for a derogatory term for a woman is? I'm like, we all know what it is. I'm like, I, mom, I don't. She's like, I think it's cunt. <laughs> like, cut me off. Like, well, of course it is, mom. And you saying that, you've yeah. ruined me. And if, were you worried if you said it back? Like, when my mom swears... When she says swears in, in conversation, I'm always worried that she'll say something like, yeah, so I was looking at this house. It was on a shitty street. And I'll be like, yeah, mom, it's shitty. And she'll be like, hey, don't hey. watch your language. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's okay when I say it. Yeah, yeah it's my, not my, okay. My dad does that sometimes where I'll swear. He's like, hey, don't swear in front of your fucking mom, all right? <laughs> <laughs> and and pass, I, pass the pipe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, if you're, uh, uh, I hate this. Like, If you're cursing up a storm in public, like, sure, that's bad. But if you're in a public place and there's no kids around... And you're just like, ah, fuck. And some guy's like, hey, language. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, oh. hey, get we're the adults. hell away from we're me. fucking adults. Yeah, I swear exactly. around kids all the time, accidentally. Yeah. So oh, people, yeah. Yeah. people... At Disney World, I'm fucking... No, Disneyland is the best place to just, like, fucking get some profanity up in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> on the flume ride. Yeah. Shit! Shit! As you're going down. It's the happiest fucking place on Earth. So fucking happy. Splash fucking mountain, am I right, am kids? Am I right, cunts? <laughs> 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 Do you guys want some uh, fucking chairs or you want to go to down fucking uh, town Disney? Or... Hey, look, it's Minnie Mouse. Get a picture with me and this cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, there's a group of guys. Those are the things that, that right would be now. inappropriate to say <laughs> These at are a the Disneyland things, yeah. type scenario. We were just playing fellas. That not, were not too appropriate. Knott's no, Berry Farm, though. Really Bets too. are off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you murder somebody at Knott's Berry Farm, someone find the body for a week. <laughs> how do you make a roller coaster out of... How do you basically take a preserves farm yeah. and turn it into a... Well, you see what Walter Elias Disney's doing down the road, and then you say, I and, gotta do this. And then you what? say, hey, peanuts. Mm-hmm. What are you guys sponsor, doing? Yeah. When when you cross that bridge over the flume ride and they you know they they hit the bottom and all of that awful hot jam hits you in the face. <laughs> Such a weird <laughs> just, just it's been, this river of yeah. jam that they don't bother to chill. Boysenberry yeah. jam. Yeah. It no, used to be strawberry. It looks like boysenberry. I just think over the years it's, it's just, just darkened. It's just they never change it. Oh. And it's the slowest ride. <laughs> the grit gets in your <laughs> eyes. forever. Although it's super slow. Yeah. And then the jam tears. <laughs> and then it's fast. <laughs> then it's slow again. Get it. What's jam happening? Tears. Okay. Yeah. Why are we going It just slow? makes this big uh, noise. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes people rips. get like, when it slows down again. Some people fucking fly off the fucking floor. Oh yeah, yeah. sure. Oh, it's jarring. Yeah, it's, it's it is jar- jarring. You have this yeah. bar in front yeah. of you that so you the slam jam. into. Yeah. One the time jam I, is also jarring. Yeah, yeah. In front one of time jar. I actually was at Splash Mountain and they were uh, they were gonna. It was late at night and it was sort of like the last ride I was gonna go on and they were putting us in line to go on the ride and it was me and then uh, my friend and two other people were gonna go on one log and they put me in the front and then the other people were like, oh, we're gonna get our own. So then I was just on the front of the flume, you know, essentially being top heavy. Uh oh. And when the mm. thing went down, oh, did it, go? it went like a fucking submarine oh, shit. diving. Were you worried yeah. at all that it was going to go yeah. like end over end? No, no, no. I, tomb, tomb, I understand tomb, physics, tomb. so I knew that wouldn't happen. And uh, what happened was it just, I have never encountered so much water so fast in my life. It yeah. all just went in and then like my iPhone got fucking ruined. Oh. oh. Fucking kids. <laughs> That's yeah, the worst. That, you know, we always go. The, a tip is 
you always go on Splash Mountain last so you can just leave. Yeah. yeah. Once or, yeah. or like the Rapids ride with like the little like circular tube. Yeah. That's always the that's Grizzly always the scary Rapids. one because you don't know yeah, who's who, gonna get when it. it starts to turn <laughs> uh, and yeah, they're yeah. about to go down and they're like, No, no, no. no. I, I, I can't stand some people might say, No, you go early so the sun will dry you out. But I can't stand walking around in wet, wet shoes socks. and socks all yeah. day. The wet jeans is horrible. Just fucking, just just percolating bacteria yeah. and gut and ook. Grody yeah. to the max. It, it is. So that's why. That's why I always go last. So I hit splash. No, well, like, isn't like... isn't the the slogan is something like go on the the water rides first. So that the rest of the day you'll itch. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's, I think that's America's so slogan. It's, oh. No, it's just what Goofy says. Go on the water ride first. <laughs> Four scores. Oh, why not wear these tight Wranglers? Yeah. My bottom sure does itch. Yeah. Oh, the backs of my thighs. You're gonna scratch it, so you say, "Yahoo!" They're so chafed. Sure yeah. glad they cut a tail hole out of these for me. Ch- chafed again with Goofy. Sorry, I just yeah. shit my pants. I'm a dog and used to shit wherever I feel like it. <laughs> Shouldn't put dogs in clothing. Oh, <laughs> oh Goofy. Does Does it ever I still, yeah. Steamboat Willie is still like the funniest cartoon. I just look at that fucking dancing cow. I love it. <laughs> Everything <laughs> since then, horrible. But yeah. <laughs> I wonder... I wonder at the dawn of animation if people even had a concept of what it was that they were seeing. Like, what weird yeah. witchcraft am I seeing? What uh-huh. is this? Yeah. Well, flip books must have been around, huh? Yeah, I guess they would have had flip books at that point. Sure, flip books are zootropes. <laughs> well, whoever came up with like the flip book first, <laughs> if you went down to like just some, just some, just some, 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 some like rummy hobo. Half asleep by the tracks, and just held like a flip book in front of him, like, and then the man fell off the cliff and turned into a melon. <laughs> Whoa! He'd be like, "You're a wizard." That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> I do think on Big Thunder Mountain, though, they should have the occasional hobo getting run over by the train. Oh, on the oh. when it slows yeah. down, there's like a hobo and his legs are missing. <laughs> right by the thing, like, oh, my yeah. legs are gone. Oh, if it, was it just keeps going. If it was at Universal Studios, they would do that during Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, that would yeah. be genius. Yeah, Goofy fucked my legs off. <laughs> do you think there? Do you think there were uh, there was the loss of boners before the slide whistle was invented? Um, no, I don't think anyone. <laughs> they ever just were never boners. hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. They were actually c- created on the same day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, oh, I love the slide whistle. Uh, uh, C.J. Sullivan had the best. Uh, he had a slide whistle, and he would just do b- bits with her. He's like, uh, my uh, my girlfriend found a way to express herself creatively. By writing a 200-page suicide le- note. <laughs> 200 pages? I gotta read the whole thing? <laughs> pretty pretty genius. Pretty genius. Oh, I just saw um, I just saw Rory Scovel just fucking crush it on Conan. Oh, that was so good. good. That was a real I couldn't good. figure out, though, why he chose to bring a beer out. I kept thinking that was gonna play in somehow. But I yeah. wish I knew. I wish I could have fucking done that. Yeah, me too. Well, he was thinking outside <laughs> the, the beer one who You know what? I don't, because I would have taken a big nervous swig and it would have gone all over the place. Nope. I would have made, made like a, a premature ejaculation joke and they would have cut my whole set. Right. <laughs> this so beer just come on my face. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't <laughs> say that on here. <laughs> Conan, I'm sorry. Conan, Conan I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Andy, talk to Conan. <laughs> Andy. You did a lav, right, when you did it last time? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. You normally do laws when you do late night. Yeah, I think it's it's supposedly they prefer it. I, I I don't know if I would do it again. I just feel like, I mean, late night sets you get four and a half minutes. I almost feel like there's not enough time to take the mic out of the stand. Yeah. I don't yeah. like. You know? the, I I need to be holding something though. I don't like having my hands free because I don't know what to do with them. I don't mind. Yeah. I like gesticulating. Yeah, <laughs> I do yeah. too. I just like using the Gross. microphone. <laughs> You've done Letterman too. I have. How was that? Amazing. That still is like the the the, the pinnacle because I got called over to the couch. And got to talk to him after my set. And Dave was oh, nice wow. to you. And then during commercial, was That's he like, awesome. don't make eye contact with me? Uh, we, d- I sat down. He didn't say anything. Uh, the lights came up. We we got along great. I made him laugh. And then uh, he he shook. It was like lights out. And he's like, he shook my hand. He's like, great job. Thanks. And he just walked away. Oh, nice. Yeah. I think but that's it, about as much as you can hope yeah, to. Absolutely. absolutely. And totally you, but you, you have to stay where you are while until he gets up to his dressing room and closes the door. And then everyone can move. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Which... I've said that to people, and they're after, like, "Oh, what a jerk!" But I'm like, years. "It's I'm like, it's his show. Yeah. He can yeah. have privacy. I don't yeah. care. I have yeah. no problem with that. He doesn't have to. Yeah, yeah. What? He's not supposed to entertain me. You should okay. be like, Dave. Do you want to hang out after the show? Yeah. Can I? Can we? Am I taking a picture with my family? Listen, I know you don't even hang out with Regis. Uh, <laughs> can you hang out with me? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's bullshit what they do over at NBC. I'm just saying. Just I just saying. think it's bullshit. Yeah. Buddy to buddy. Um, but so we're friends now, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> we're besties. Yeah. Do you? Uh, how? What was? What did you say to him that made him laugh? 
I told him the story of uh, Eggly Bagel Face. Oh, Eggly Bagel Face. Eggly Bagel yeah. Face. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And he's he's so quick because I, you know, the, the story is uh, I went through the phone book as a kid with some friends and found the two silliest names and pranked the hell out of them. And the first name we found was Skeletor P. Funk. And when I said, I said, first name we found, uh, Skeletor P. Funk, Letterman right away goes, strong, strong name. <laughs> Killed him. He did not bat an eye. He's just like, wherever you're going, I'm going too. That's that's what we do in comedy. I will go with you. you know? It must be, I always think it's probably fun for guys, guys like Letterman who've been for so long to have someone on that can play it, keep up with them, mm. that oh, will yeah. play along with them. Because I that must activate the comic center at some point where oh, yeah. they're like, oh, you know, because I'm sure so many interviews are actors or musicians or whatever, and it's... It's you know it's the kind of the one sided Dave driving the comedy. Yeah. It must be fun for him to play. Yeah, he. I mean, he really seemed to get a kick out of it, and you know, just had you know to hear this this wackadoo story. You know that he could just like sit back and kind of contribute a little bit, but he kind of just he just led with. So I hear you grow up in Portland, and they blah blah blah, and go ahead. Yeah, you know, he knew I had like a funny story, so he's like, oh, hey, let's have him tell his funny story on the couch. That's you and awesome. I always t- talk about like, oh, we should get together and write more, like, because mm-hmm. we we got together once and we're just kind of like k- kicking premises back and forth, which is I was I, I love doing. Yeah, I just I, I don't like writing alone. I like mm-hmm. I like the riff aspect of everything. Well, you doubt yourself because at least I do because because it's like I'll write something and be like, I think that's funny. Is it funny? And then I'll try it on stage, and sometimes I get a laugh, and sometimes people are just like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. You know? So it's fun, not necessarily to be like, you know, uh, uh, calling all your friends and be like, hey, you think this is funny? Because then there are, I've known people like that, and you're like, dude, you just gotta, you gotta go on stage. I'm yeah. sorry. You know, it's like, stop bothering me. Yeah. But it's like, when you're writing with someone, it's like, it's, it's fun because obviously there's no judgment, right. you know, between comedians. We've all been through it, we've all been on stage in front of, you know, not less than spectacular audiences. Sure. We've had, you know, people that are drunk, people that are talking and stuff. And so it's like, we've all been through it. No one here is going to be writing jokes with the other person and being like, like I say something and they're just like, that's, that's shit. Yeah. What, was, yeah. you, what did you, you oh, wrote God, that? God, Matt. Don't yeah. tell me you're kidding. You like that? No, no, you know? no. It was a but joke. I, I always feel like that there are, <laughs> when I, when I'm starting to think about myself is that, that the comedy is actually not where I think it is a lot of the time. Yeah. That there's a certain part of your brain that identifies something as like, here's the joke. Right. And then, you know, you just sort of, something else comes out of you on stage that, or comes out of me on stage that I never would have thought, oh, this is where the funny part is. Right. I'm still surprised a lot of the time by, and so I feel like, you know, I feel like, tell me if you agree with this, that, that part of our, goal as a comedian or a performer is to sort of tear back all the superficial layers and really just get the truest uh, representation of of who we are on stage and that in doing that kind of that's where the funny part lives rather than in engineering jokes which oh, is absolutely. I think is a different skill absolutely well I feel like you know when you have a human moment on stage like when you, you screw up a joke and then you just make an aside about a god and I tried to say this but I, this is what's really on my mind yeah. then the audience is like they're laughing they're like okay this is a moment we're all sharing that will never happen again right you know it's almost like I try to say I, I read in a book once uh, where this guy blurted something out in court and everyone's like, oh shit, that's real. Like, because uh, uh, a lawyer once said like, the nothing, the truth sounds different in a court of law. Like when someone just has something, says something and you're like, oh, I totally believe that. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing when like you're on stage and you have that human moment or you're telling a new joke and you, you get a laugh in a part you never thought you get a yeah. laugh from. And it's mostly because you like that part. You know, and and that you you identify with that part, and, and in turn you make them identify with that part. Yeah, you know, because I I think you're really good at doing that as well. Pete Holmes Thanks. is really good at doing yeah, that. Yeah, he's great at it. And Rory's really good at it too. Where it it's it's just you know, these are some things that I'm thinking about, and I'm not really cons- I'm I, I I'm not really trying to force you to like. Oh, this is the part you have to laugh yeah. at. It's just it's sort of. Like the journey of it, it just gets this momentum and, you know, like especially you just super fast, bam, 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 mm-hmm. where, where the jokes come out really Thanks. hard and fast. Thanks. Well, I mean, I, I think a lot of it is just like like the whole, and I think Pete said that on stage, like, let's just all relax. Let's yeah. just let this happen and let's just all relax. It's like you have to have, you know, a somewhat relaxed performer and also a somewhat relaxed audience. You know, if, you, if you're opening for like... Um, you know, uh, the hottest band in the world and or something, or the hottest new band at some tiny club that's packed to the gills beyond fire regulations. They're like, but first, here's Chris Hardwick. And everyone's like, fuck you. It's yeah. like, they're not relaxed. They don't want to, you know, 
that you're fighting a losing battle. You know, same thing as if you're just like, I hate this. I don't want to be on stage. I I, mean, I can't stand this shit. Uh, fuck it. You know, you're going to come out and you're just going to rub the audience the wrong way. And I think, you know, Rory and, 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 and Pete just get really loose. And I try to do that too. You know, I think everybody here does that. Where it's just like, I, I think... I've always had kind of a problem with the the super cool guy comedian, and that's like why my first album I'm looking so serious on the cover because I'm a clown, you know. It's yeah. like I'm not a cool guy, you know. It's 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 one reason I do this is because I'm not a cool guy, right? But you know, when you have that guy that's just like I'm I'm such a badass comedian. I mean, I fucking kill, man. I make people laugh. I make <laughs> girls wet. I tell such great jokes. <laughs> I had a guy say that to me once. Uh, I make girls wet in the audience. I'm just like, I have a feeling I know you're what an idiot. Sonic that is. You're, and he sucks. No, he was a guy in Chicago. You never okay. met him and you'll never hear his name. I've seen, I, <laughs> but, uh, saw, I saw a guy uh, like that recently. And it's a guy we know. And like, uh, he was just like, kind of like, mm, whatever. Uh, and I was like, come on, man. Yeah, just, stop. You're it. saying jokes. You're saying you're jokes. jokes. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it it's, was Ron Funches, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's totally Ron. Yeah. That badass. I mean, whatever. You know, if, if you were to talk about the most egotistical <laughs> offstage <laughs> comedian ever, Ron Funches. Either way, Ron. Linda could do better. <laughs> Ron, Ron opened for me for my, my album, actually, in, in, in Portland. So he's, uh, he's the best. Ron's so funny. Ron is, is... A real murderer's Ron. Ron, you know, the... The thing that I love about Ron is it's it's the same quality that Maria Bamford has where it's they're just comedy. Like there's no yeah. it doesn't not one part of it feels like there's any effort in the sense like not not like they're not trying, but I mean like it's ju- it just flows so seamlessly and everything about it you just want to laugh. Yeah. yeah. Well they're they're like they're like their own circus tent and they're just opening the flap like look yeah. in here yeah. and you're like, "Oh, yeah. whoa, what's in there?" You know that is different. What they're doing, they they draw you in, yeah. you know, to their perspective, which is awesome. Did you ever think? Um, did you ever think when you were first starting out in comedy, like, oh, I have to, you know, I got to have this persona, so I'm going to try a bunch of different kinds of clothes and a bunch like that. It was all external uh, for you, or it, when you when you started out. No, because I we you know we we starting out in Chicago, we all had this like core group, you know, like Kyle Kinane and, and C.J. Sullivan and and people that would not let you off the hook. I remember once I wore like fashion jeans on stage. They were like they looked like you know they were kind of like 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 acid wash but like frosted oh, and like yeah. people were just like what the fuck was with those jeans, Bronger? You know like so it, you almost couldn't be anything but yourself. Yeah, I don't I don't believe in wearing crazy fa- fashiony jeans on stage. I think people who uh, oh now I like cool jeans, that. but like you know <laughs> it, it's, it was you know when you're yeah, but you don't wear jeans with like dragons on them or lightning bolts on the side. Uh, you know? Not, so not on the outside. Oh, the inside. Yeah, yeah, the inside. Oh, well, they, comfort dragons. Yeah, comfort dragons. I wear, I wear the comfort. They just cup. They cup his balls. Yeah, yeah. That's sure. I once stayed at the yeah, Comfort Dragon Inn. It was really. Uh, it's really. Yeah. That is, that's comfort in Hong Dragon Kong. Inn. It's in Chinatown. That's in Hong Kong. You have a cookie. Um, <laughs> it's, in, it's in Chinatowns. Yeah. Like located in Hong Kong. Right. Hong Kong has a Chinatown. <laughs> Weird, right? <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, it's extra fucking Chinatown. Well, it's yeah. gotten so westernized yeah. over there that they actually had to preserve some of their culture. Just but within that, there is a little Armenia. I think they just call it town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over yeah. there, I think they, they call just call it this little, town, Little I think, Glendale. I think the only like persona, like in terms of like dressing different on stage, that I've heard has been from like like bad managers and bad industry types. They're just like, you know, you need a headband, like something. <laughs> or actually, a headband. I'm be listening. Funny. Okay. No, it should be yeah. like it'd be like if if someone was like, uh, I like that Jonah Ray, but he should wear a suit on stage. Yeah. Like ad- advice like that, we're like, why? So he's uncomfortable. Yeah, like, yeah. They're going to come out with a suit, and people are like, oh, well, it's a, it's a distinguished gentleman. I should definitely laugh at these jokes. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's an older idea of comedy, where it's mm-hmm. like, you should be this guy. You have to be this guy. And you yeah. have to put this on you. Um, by the way, this just sounds like a comedy bit to me, even though none of the words make any sense. And it's just, I just love it as an example of like, just get the comedy cadence of. Marrying some of the things we said earlier, so it's like it's like that guy over there is uh, eating biscuit noodles out of a comfort dragon. Like <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it just yeah. it's just got comedy cadence to it. Like yeah. it just the meter of the words works really well. <laughs> do you ever do you ever do that on stage where you say something like that that's not really supposed to be funny, but then they laugh and you're like, no, no, that wasn't supposed to. Okay, fine. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Will you. Uh... It sounds like you're doing a setup. Or I wonder something. how long, and not in the Andy Daly way, but I wonder how long you could just do comedy cadence 
with with <laughs> meaningless word, like with meaningless yeah. references. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. You know. I don't, I don't know. know. This guy. Uh, this guy. We got one guy over here going. Ah, yeah. come on. I didn't sign up for that. Yeah. Well, 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 I didn't get the memo. Have you yeah. seen this? Well, uh, <laughs> duck face sailor. You know, with a, with a, with a, with a ship and 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 basketball. Pair of pants. Pair of shoes. Apple pie, pecan pie. I mean, come on. I don't think I'm lying here. I think you know what I'm talking not about. Lying. We're on the same page. Lying. We're on the same page. We got it. This guy's got it. This guy knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. This guy definitely knows what I'm talking about. I used to love saying, you guys know what I'm talking. <laughs> Just leave it. Just leave it there. Just leave it right there. Fucking A. You know what I'm talking I always I just kind of want to dabble in experiment sometimes with that just to see just to see what happens. Mm. I, I like I like the idea of comedy as a as a weird sort of experimentation like like almost like a weird science. Like I wonder if I can trick people's brains uh-huh. with this element that you wouldn't normally think of think and can. just see how that works. You mm. can. I think once you win a crowd over, you can because they're sort of conditioned to Okay, well, this is what this guy's about, and if he says that, I may not know exactly what it means, but obviously, well, they trust. They trust. They trust you. That's that's the best point to be at, where like you've you've won them over. They can see you have a a measure of confidence and a good sense of humor, and then you can just try things. Yeah, but unless you're Brent Weinbach, you just start it and hope that the crew, the crowd, God damn it, that guy's a fucking commando. Yeah, yeah, that guy just just jumps, no parachute. What's see what happens? (laughs) (laughs) See what happens. Like fucking crushes. Yeah. What, what? What? Is there a good story where you had the audience and then completely lost them, and it you was like, what the fuck? I love your uh, your live at Gotham story. Oh yeah. Well, that wasn't that was a great example of that. You know that taught me not to not to care uh, uh, so much about how I would ever do because that was the first thing I taped for TV, and I was just. So nervous. I remember the, the they were putting makeup on me and my neck was bright red and I was just like, <laughs> she's like, oh, you're nervous. And I'm like, no, no, you know. And I had all <laughs> friends in the audience and I went out there and I just started going way too fast. People are like, and it's a conditioned audience. They're so ready to laugh and they're yeah. like, fuck, where's the joke? Where's it coming? And I went so fast and then the lights went out on me. On, on oh, the whole I lights remember went out. this. And I was like, oh, and the lights went came up and they're like, all right, guys, we're gonna start over. And I was just like, oh, okay. And then I was like, all right, just good second chance, second chance, slow down, slow down. So I go out there, I'm a little more relaxed, and I, I go into this bit about um when I went in this audition and the line was, I went in for the role of and the lights went out and I went, the role of Dracula, spooky <laughs> and got a huge laugh in the darkness and there's no one there. And I started just singing journey songs as they're fucking with the lights. You know, I think I was singing faithfully or something yeah. to keep everyone and people are laughing. And I'm just like, it doesn't matter. Like I just got off stage and was like, and I came out and I had a great set. So it was a total, Boy, you got blessing. totally lucky. You got to do warm up for your own set. Completely. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I remember Daniel Tosh backstage yelling at a producer like, "Like I'm not worried about Bronger. He's gonna fucking roll with this, but you better fix this shit, man." You know, like, and the guy's like, "All right." All right. I wonder if someone got that on video for his program. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I uh, I always think like, oh, maybe my humor's not because I don't necessarily have like mean sort of, yeah. you know, I don't have the mean bitey humor. Well, and sometimes I'm like, well, maybe that's what America wants. They just want someone to be a, you know, no, I mean, you Letterman. You, you just be yourself. I mean, you know, I think we all, at least by the third year in, it was just like, I'm just going to do what I think is funny because that's the only way to stay sane. You can't, yeah. you know, you can't, for, like, what are we big? What's the next thing? I don't know. I was you know? still trying to conform to what I thought other people wanted to see. <laughs> don't do that. Don't what? do that. Look, I know it's working for you here, and yeah. you're very unhappy <laughs> doing this podcast, but I, no. <laughs> this is, oh, this God. Is, if I could trade. Please, please get me out of here. If I could, please. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, I, I think, yeah, it's It's not even a question of, 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 I mean, you know, so if you got so you wouldn't so if someone gave you a show mm. but it wasn't necessarily but it, it kind of brought you an audience that you didn't really want but you were getting to you know you were selling right. out theaters and you know right do you think do you think you you wouldn't want that if, if i was doing comedy as someone mm. from a different perspective than my own i'd be very unhappy if i was doing something i mean i've i know what it what exactly what you mean where it feels weird to be like the mean guy yeah because if anything in my act, I just get angry. I don't get really mean. Right. But like we had, uh, uh, you know, Pete Holmes has his "You Made It Weird" podcast. I'm we aware. Did one, we did one in Chicago uh, 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 this last time, and it was amazing because it was T.J. Miller and Hannibal Buress and, and uh, uh, Robert Buscemi and um, 
uh, CJ Sullivan and Sean Flannery. You know, we've all known each other for years, and we're all kind of ripping on Pete because he wants us to. And at the very end, TJ Miller says, let's go down the line and have our first impressions of Pete Holmes. And I said, you know, this guy's so funny, but Christ, is he ripping off Brian Regan? Uh, <laughs> but, you know, we all were. We all were. Yeah. We all are. Uh, but... Um, uh, and I did say, and I was just, I, in my mind, I, can, I compare it to, to gambling, to literally throwing dice. I'm like, I don't, uh, this is something I've never said to him, but I will. Um, and he had a, a horribly bitchy, frigid wife. And a, just what a horrible person. And Pete falls down laughing. Oh, this is good. It left him. Um, it divorced him yeah. uh, out of nowhere when we were all in Chicago. And uh, 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 caused him no end of heartache, but... I remember her just being this woman, just arms crossed, didn't want to talk to anyone, did not support Pete's comedy. And I was just one of those guys who, like, even, like, him and Kumail, when I first saw them, I'm like, oh, these guys are, are going to be guys to watch. They're always going to be funny. They have really original, great ideas. And I didn't want to dump on this woman that I, I haven't seen in 10 years, you know, but I just remember being, like, this awkward comedian trying to start out and just being like, why would you be so awful to your husband? You know? <laughs> and I rolled the dice on stage. I just called her a horrible bitch. And like, it killed, crushed in the room. And Pete, it crushed Pete, like in a good way. And he, he, he's gotten all this great feedback about how I dealt this person. <laughs> so I think it's like, when you, when you save your meanness for the right things. Right. You yeah. know? Well, there's, it's also, it's also this, the safe environment. Yeah, for sure. Too. Like, for the, sure. And, and you can, and you know, when someone's trying to be mean, you know, some people think edgy, we were making jokes about Edgy earlier. They think they think Edgy just means in any situation you just say the worst thing possible. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm sure you've encountered people who maybe want to be comedians or they're young, they're younger comedians, and they don't understand how to use aggressive. Yeah. You know, they're just like, sh- you know, hey, you're you fucking asshole. Yeah. And then, you, oh wait, like Jonah and Matt. No, I do. Uh, I do it with yeah. a smile, and that's why they call it charm. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but I mean, like people don't know how to use it, and then they insult you. Then you don't, and you maybe you don't know yeah. them, and then you're like, no, that's right. not how that's supposed no, to work. Don't. Yeah. Well, I think I think it's it goes. It's it's. This is going to sound really comic bookish, but it, ish. But it's purification of motive. It's like, what are you trying to get out of being edgy? Right. Are you trying to get people to think you're cool? Because yes. we can we can smell that in a second. Of course. You know what I mean? It's like I used to work with this guy named Joel, and I when I waited tables, and I, I my girlfriend worked at this restaurant too, and I would go around doing what pretty much was like sexual harassment in a sense. Like my friend Rob and I asked everyone in April of '99 if they wanted a Millennium Baby. Like, get it now. You can choose either one of us. No, it's me and Kevin McGeehan. Either one of us. Your choice, ladies. You know what I mean? And it was just, it was stupid. But, you know, and I'd be like, uh, you know, hey, if you ladies have time to just sit around and lounge, you have time to go upstairs and have sex with me right now. You know, like, instead of right. clean, whatever. Yeah. Dumb jokes. And Joel, who was in a very unhappy relationship, his girlfriend had, had like had had their first child. You could tell he wanted out. He would strut around and be like, "Hey, you ladies should should totally fuck me." And it's like, "No, Joel, uh, we can tell you're serious. <laughs> we can tell you're serious." You know, it's the same thing when someone's just like, "Yeah, this is edgy, right?" Yeah, fuck you, Jonah. It's like, Ooh, no, whoa. you don't like Jonah. You're mean. Yeah, you're an yeah. asshole. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, yeah. I, I was telling that story with Sarah, and you're like. So this is going to sound sort of comic booky, but it's sort of like when a radioactive spider bites your hand, and then you wake up in the middle of the night with these crazy spider powers. Yeah, uh, and then organic. You woke Webster's. up in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I I grew up. I re- I'd really advanced uh, advanced healing powers, and so they put this stuff called adamantium on my bones. And yeah, yeah. They, they it's not really right comic book. They just inject it right in. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just inject it right in, and then you're virtually indestructible. They yeah. spent half a billion dollars making you indestructible. Exactly. Now they got to try to bring you in somehow. They just try to shoot me in the head. I don't know. It's not going to work. I wake yeah. up in the woods naked, screaming. Yeah, Been it's there. weird. Been and there. then of course, you know, you got shot in the head in the prequel. But then the bullet doesn't show up in the X-ray in the movie that's supposed to come right after nice. it. Nice. Uh, so I mean, whatever. Yeah. I mean, just like silly things like that. And the the uh, Professor X cannot even bear to tell you how many people around him he's hearing their thoughts say he's way too tall to play Wolverine. Am I right? <laughs> come on, comic nerds. Should have been come Danzig. Right? Should have been Danzig. Oh, Should have been, been Bob Hoskins. That would have been such a marvelous been, train wreck. Should have been yeah. Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. Oh yeah. Well, Wolverine would have been a great like. All right, you fucking cancer. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, hairy shoulders. You want to you see uh, an X-Men nerd? That's uh, my picture of 
Peter Dinklage. Oh, as Peter Dinklage is Wolverine. It's called Reboot. That painting. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I would have called it Wolverine. Wolverine. <laughs> well, that's just rude. You know, I. Why is that? I was. I. I it's a diminutive form of Wolverine. I, I tweeted I that, I uh, that that, that uh, Tom Hardy as Bane is too small a person to play Bane yeah. in, in Batman. He yeah. shouldn't be known yeah. as Little Bane. Come on, everybody. <laughs> hey, everyone. <laughs> who, who are you like rapper to? Lil Wayne. Wait, who are you gesturing like, like to? Like the rapper. Who are you gesturing? Well, there's a lot of great comics coming out tonight, you guys. guys uh, <laughs> give it up for everyone you've seen so far. Do you, do you like emceeing? Sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, generally not. But if I if everyone on the roster I'm 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 a fan of and friends with it's it's a good time and I in terms of like I'm seeing it like the improv or something I wouldn't do that but you know generally just because you have you can't just enjoy you have to time people generally and then you have to you have to know when you're going on stage and you uh I I your special uh, oh, yeah. is out you have a DVD out well it 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 airs that's this is ahead of time for you guys <gasps> this is future DVD this future is well, but, but when this comes out DVD. it'll be time to come out when people can get the DVD oh so, cool well the future DVD will be relevant again the air the air date is uh July 14th it's a Saturday it'll be 11 p.m. Uh, I'm busy. Um, I'm sorry. It's after a, it's after a Tosh marathon. Come on, guys. And then it is. And then uh, then the, is. the Wood one trade loves that guy. God bless anyway, you, Daniel. God bless you. God bless you. Well, he, I'm sure he loves it. But uh, um, then uh, Tuesday, my the DVD and my album on digital download and vinyl come out. Um, on uh, Comedy Central Records, it's called Shovel Fighter. <laughs> 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 do you have you must have a shovel fighter bit I do yeah well it's, it's basically like I, I talk about because I, I it's kind of a me lampooning myself and every other comic who's like oh the worst job I ever had oh right where I I, cause I I talk about the real one which is where I worked in a greeting card store and I was so bored and then I stopped myself and I go no 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 I'm sorry, I messed up. The worst job I ever had was when I was a shovel fighter in the Ukraine. And then I go through this whole thing of how they used to throw me in a pit and I'd fight people and kill them and cut their heads off with shovels. No, that's fun. So, so, I mean, that's fun in the sense that I always love that kind of comedy where it's seems like you're, it seems like an aside and uh-huh. then all of a sudden that becomes the main bit yeah. that, that, you're, that you're into. Well, how do you manage to, how do you, do you find audiences sometimes like you kind of have to hold their hand a little bit so they're not like that, whoa wait what's he talking that, about that now that bit that bit i love because it either crushes or does nothing and on the special it does well but not as well as it sometimes does it on the record it killed because it ends with me sobbing and crying because i they, the the warlord the ukrainian warlord made me cut my friend's head off in the <laughs> ring you know you know i had to not only defeat him but the thumb went down i turned the shovel around and just shoveled his head off oh, that is a shitty so, job yeah it's a horrible job yeah. so i'm crying and at the end i kind of went snap out of it and go oh yeah the worst job the worst job <laughs> worst job you guys um so it's so weird that uh you know i i uh i like it a lot but it's you know it's not one reason i really like it is it's it's, it's not a it's not a sure thing you know it's 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 ate it on the road and it's also done really well on the road you know what's he talking about yeah no one's ever fought with a shovel that's dumb yeah, yeah. but it also it also to not to extrapolate, but I was thinking about it recently, and it's kind of me making fun of any of us that, you know, for myself from a, a middle class background, anyone from middle class background or above who's ever sh- ever said they had a bad job because we really have not. No, you know no, what I mean. No, no, there are no, people no. who dig through the garbage for their food. Yep. you know, it's like that's they, not a job though. You know, that's a lifestyle thing. hobby. Yep. <laughs> I don't mean foragers that look for mushrooms for fine restaurants. Oh. I mean, um, <laughs> you try being wrist deep in dead children. <laughs> Oh boy! Well, I don't. How someone paid you for that? If you're wrong. Oh, <laughs> wrist deep a is that? Pile of dead children. It was weird. That's what not actually, No, that's not a pile. He said wrist deep. Yeah, not oh, that mean, deep. Oh, okay. It's actually yeah, kind of shallow considering a body. That's just a few. Might children. just be one body. Yeah, half a body. It seems wrist deep. Uh, okay, half a body. It seems We're, wrist wait. deep. <laughs> well, is that so funny? To me? <laughs> <laughs> You, it turns out you actually get a discounted if you can bury people in groups. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Sure, that, sure, sure. That, that's what it is. It's yeah. a little bit of a like you get your punch card and then the fifth one's free. That's what. Uh, that's what, the child, that's oh what uh, dictators do. Dictators do that. Oh, okay. Uh, so what are you are you starting over completely? Have you started writing the new hour? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I still do when I'm when I'm on the road doing like a club or doing a college. I'll still do stuff from that. Um, you know, I'm not gonna do all like trying out new stuff you know for an hour but i'd say i have maybe i don't know a half an hour since since i did that nice or so maybe 25 that's that fantastic like. thanks thanks I'm jealous well I, I taped it in december so you know it's almost it's almost july so that's not that great 
You know, I'm. I think I'm. You hear that? No, I think February? that's good. I know. I take mine in February, but I just I've barely written. I've maybe written like ten new minutes. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I think you you probably have more than that. You're not even thinking about because you know. No, I think it's about ten. <laughs> Could <laughs> be eight. Why'd your voice get so high? Well, because uh, this is where I uh, make. The, the, so uh, Mavis. Um, yeah, I think I think yeah, man, it could be like it could be like ten. It, at this point, they're just these freeform swirling ideas that uh, aren't really connected to anything yet. I got you. Yeah, but it's fun though. It I kind of like I like the process. Do you find well, and I, that I in this hour you actually get to start from scratch and just plan everything? And hmm. wait, uh, well, you already, you already have yeah, the first I, album. I think so. Yeah, I have the first album and. Um, the the half hour special now this is the hour special and the album and you know they were taped they taped the record in Portland at this theater that was a couple blocks from where I grew up um, and then I taped the special at a, a theater in um, in New York so they're separate they're they're similar material mm -hmm. but they're but they're different recordings that's, that's cool. interesting which that's I like cool. yeah because because if you like the special get the album and it's something else it's not I did not tape the audio of this special to put on a record because I think it, it not that it's 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 disingenuous to do that or something. I just was like, oh, why not? You know, yeah. why not just do it? You That's know, really cool. Just a record thing. That's a cool that thing is a cool idea. I, I think I've just, for efficiency's I, sake, let's just rip the audio. I literally almost called it a different thing. And then wiser heads prevailed and were like, that's a dick move. Yeah. <laughs> Someone can watch a special and be like, oh, it's a whole other album, different material. What the fuck? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Well, I, I definitely think that's confusing too. Mm -hmm. You know, like you don't want to you don't want to confuse the, the people right. uh, who want to buy your album at the, sa at the same time. Yeah. Is this an old one? Well, some of this sounds similar. <laughs> this sounds this is weird. What's happening? I'm lost. Why are the laughs different? Yeah. So what's where where are you off to next? What's going on next? Um, I am just in in town for a couple weeks and then going. I'm gonna be in uh, uh, at the Paris uh, uh, Casino in in Las Vegas. Oh, while uh, you're there, head to the Gordon Ramsay Steakhouse called Steak. Okay. Get yourself a beef Wellington and then call me and thank me. Oh, I will. Yeah. I love beef Wellington. Yep. Hell yeah, I'll be there. He does it yeah. best. I didn't know Paris had a comedy club. It's a new one. It's like a lounge. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have, uh, you, have you done it before? I have not. I'm not. It, it, it's a new comedy venue they're trying out. Okay. It hasn't been around more than um, I think a couple months. But cool. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I I, <laughs> I remember my uh, my first gig in Vegas was at the the Riviera, the Riv. Right. Yeah, top, I remember the top of the Strip. Yeah. Right across from Circus Circus, and um, I did. I was featuring, and I'd have to do two 20 minute sets a night. For the whole week, and the beginning, I'm like, this will be hell. But by the end, I would literally walk down from my hotel room seconds before I had to be on stage, go on stage, riff about my day, then leave. <laughs> and wow. they were they were so because they had seen so much bad comedy, they're just like, oh hey, this guy's all right. You I know, think with Vegas fantastic. audiences too, you have to engage them a little bit more mm -hmm. because their attention's all over the there's place. There's always someone they're, drunk. They're, always. they're drunk and there's like there's a lot of they're overstimulated yeah. and and so you know if the nerdist podcast there's always someone drunk always <laughs> there's <laughs> always there's always sometimes it's Matt straight vodka that's true <laughs> sometimes it's actually Matt um, but uh, yeah I feel like if you just talk to the audience then they kind of loosen up a little bit yeah for sure for sure I think when you just throw a, a permanent wall up and just keep talking it's one of those things where they're just like ah it's just like a TV we can talk. Yeah. <laughs> hey, have you been to the buffet and gotten those shrimps? If you go to Vegas, just get one of them long alien people that's plastic full of rum and a straw. <laughs> oh, I forgot that those exist. Oh, yeah. Do. Oh, fucking gross. gross. So gross. So gross. And like, you have to limit day drinking anyway, but that's just the worst kind of day drinking. You know, where you just drink rot gut that'll give you a savage headache. Like, uh, it'll give you a, mostly sugar a pre hangover, yeah. like a hangover by 7 p.m. And you Back just. to the thumbing out pre cup. You just. <laughs> you just wake. You, you, you leave a casino and it's just like, it's still. It's, all of a sudden it's light outside and it just uh, burns yeah. your fucking eyes. Oh, and yeah. You just. You can feel how full of smoke and gunk your eyes are from being in the casino all night. And you have that feeling of like, wait, why am I here? This isn't fun anymore. What happened? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, I think I have to go to sleep and wake up feeling awful in three hours. It's just, it, the place is, is fun, but it's just such a big lie. It's just like, uh, you're just here to lose your money yeah. to us. Yeah. To us. I feel like they're pretty straightforward about that. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> it might be the most honest place in the world. Yeah. It's true. Well, I mean, they... they, they 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 don't they never say it. It's more just like hey, come for the entertainment and they the spray lively. It. There's nothing. Yeah, they spray it. They spray it all over. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to Vegas. Like a cat. Welcome to Vegas. Well, Matt Bronger, um, 
Matt Brocker, shovel fighter, shovel fighter, mm-hmm. shovel fighter, shovel fighter. You shut up and cook. <laughs> is uh, is available by the time this goes up? Is available now. Yes. And uh, and people should buy it. And I hope people. I assume. I mean, it's, people seem familiar with you now. Like people I, know who you are. I think. Did you just discourage people who don't level. know who he no, is? No, I, I don't think most people. If you don't know really who Matt do. Bronger is, just keep doing that. <laughs> no. Wait. Wait. Why minute. did I come on oh, here? I'm bad. This is bad promotion. This is bad promotion. Well, we should get together and write. I would really love to. Let's do it. Uh, I I uh, I definitely I definitely know I need to. Hmm. And it's just always a nice. Like, I think for people out there, if, you, if you're having trouble writing, like, I don't know what to write about, just get with a friend yep. and just start kicking stuff back and forth and mm-hmm. just get the, get the wheels moving. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. At Matt Br- at, you're just at Bronger on at Twitter. Bronger. Yeah. Yeah. B-R-A-U-N-G-E-R. That's right. E-G-E-R. Uh-huh. At Bronger, Matt Bronger, Matt Myra, Jonah Ray, Chris Hardwick, I think. Enjoy your burrito. Enjoy your burrito. Ending of a podcast ever. Well, until yeah. you just fucked it up by describing the formality of the ending. And now yeah, you could just he cut it any way you so, want. Matt is oh so drunk. Oh my god, I can. Guys, I am He's fucking so not that hammered. Come on. This guy does the best Myra. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Go to squarespace.com, use the offer code NERDIST5 to get 10% off your new website or blog. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But... This story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground, and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, Had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.